1: Hello, everyone. Dave, what's up? And Tori.
0: Hello, internet.
1: And we start every week with good things. So, Craig, tell me about Starsight. Well, how did you know, Uh like got a, me. Um, got a Starsight. So, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, my good thing is Starsight. Clearly, um, a surprise. It uh, it came out. I read it within like two days, and it's really good. And I want more. It's I, I mean, I guess it suffers from being the middle book of a trilogy, but it's still really good. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of the characters you like are back and better than ever, I guess. I don't know. Middle one of a trilogy is always the best. What about Star Wars Empire Strikes Back? And I yeah. thought it was a planned four books. Oh, what about, well, okay. what about The Well of Ascension? I don't know. that. I, I honestly like Final Empire, I think, the best of the three. Although, here, I don't know. I can go either way. Anyway, Star Slate, <laughs> really good. Uh, highly recommended. It actually felt pretty short to me, probably because I inhaled it. Um, It felt like it was shorter than the first book, but uh, I think you guys were telling me it's actually longer. I I, I have the E version, so I don't actually know how big it is. I just inhaled that sucker. It was really good. Uh, So yeah, pick it up if you don't already have it and you want more Sanderson, but not Cosmere. It's not part of the Cosmere. Dave Dave is allowed to read it. Yay! It does tie into a short story that is able to be read for free online called defending elysium that i mm. still haven't read and i really should and which Alamantic metal is elysium <laughs> it's the 23rd
0: i was thinking it was the sister city of elantris
1: Elysium. no it's a matt damon movie that it was all right it was only okay uh so dave what's your what's your good thing this week my good thing this week is it's book and it uh, might be past Appropriate time when this episode airs but it is a christmas carol by charles dickens yeah, i mean it's a classic it's really good and don't be put off because it's dickens because it, it reads a lot easier than most of his other novels and it's only about 100 pages you can read it in one sitting i have video evidence and uh sure. yeah i mean i i've read it out loud on my stream every year for i think this is the fourth time i did it and it takes less than three hours to read out loud. So if you just sat and read it, you could probably read it in two.
0: I read it every ahead. December.
1: Uh, yeah, should really I post the uh, the VOD for that along with this episode when it comes out? Yeah, sure. I'll definitely have it highlighted by then. But yeah, it's really good. And I'm, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I cry every time I read it.
0: Also, there's an excellent audio version <laughs> out there floating around narrated by Tim Curry.
1: Well, hey, I, Dave. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been, but... I know the, the Ren Fair, the, the PA Ren Fair area. Oh, I've been to that once, the Dickens one. Yeah, I was going to say they do the, the Dickens Christmas thing. You want to go this year? As a show. Uh, I have no time this year, unfortunately, but next year maybe. You have 365 days this year. Dude, like I have everybody. so much. I'm going to Disney World for Christmas. And then where, going where home right before AGDQ. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I'm like, oh man, if only I could make this line up, but. Alright, I think Dave's done. Uh, yeah, really so... good book. It's a classic. I enjoy it very much. You've you've probably seen film adaptations of it, and there's some really touching things that don't tend to make it into any film adapt- adaptation. My favorite is The Party at Scrooge's Nephew's House. I don't yeah. think I've seen any film version where they do that scene, and it's really good. So, per- doesn't so The Muppet good. Christmas Carol cover that scene? The Muppet yeah, Christmas where I remember that scene from the Muppet Christmas Carol. I, I don't that's been too long since I've seen the Muppet version. I do so, know that Scrooge's nephew was a character in that, but
0: A couple of versions do cover that scene, but none of them cover it fully. Like it looks like a really fun party that Scrooge should be at and all of the the movie scenes just kind of gloss over it. Well the
1: adaptations yeah. I've seen, it's like it's the party, but they're sort of making fun of Scrooge aside from his nephew. Like he's right. Sort of like, that, well, so yeah. that,
0: that's the, that's the point of it is that they're playing a game, uh, right. which and Scrooge being the butt of the joke, uh, that that's how the scene ends, but there's a lot of, you know, they're having fun and playing games and eating good food. And it, it just looks like a fun party before that happened.
1: Hey, a yeah. ghost of Christmas present in general, just kind of gets cut down. Um, there's there's a lot more to his arc than you see in most film versions. Also, I don't know there's a scene in like Future Ghost where there's a family that's in debt to Uncle Scrooge and they hear that he just died and are like kind of guiltily celebrating his death. Mm. And I don't remember ever seeing that in any film version. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah, a lot I, of I don't a, remember seeing that. There's a good there's good Extra content that you probably won't see in any adaptation of the story. And like I said, you can read it in two, two and a half hours, only about 100. All right. So my good thing this week is a repeat of something I did about this time last year, which is the Final Fantasy Fiesta. It started back up again, guys. Oh, Um, yeah. I thought that was summertime. No, it's December. And then it continues on until they're done. I've been oh, watching. Uh, talking about you're not talking about four drops No, no, no. This is the Final Fantasy Fiesta uh, done That's by Seven Sins and Background Guy Zero Two, uh, where they play through all of the main series Final Fantasy games minus the MMOs. Without uh, the the only standard rule is that they can't run away from any battles. So this it like is between, not a speed run? Well, between the two of them, they speed run a decent number of these games and being able to run away is kind of a key thing in in speedruns. So it it forces them to actually play through the game instead of just speedrun it. Do they still manipulate the encounter rates try to minimize them? Or do they not bother? Um, they, they'll use in-game mechanics. Like if there's something that mitigates encounters, so they can, they'll they can use, use smoke. smoke. Or they can use like, okay, they can use like the, like the they're, Yeah, transfer. they're not playing anything with the, The seed or random randomization from what i know they're just playing the game having fun and i've been watching background guy and he's nice to just leave on in the background while he's playing through the the final fantasy it's a good time brings back memories um in addition you can donate to them to add extra incentives to each run and uh if this is anything like previous years every donation incentive will be met before they get there and so they'll have to do ridiculous dumb stuff in are in whatever game they're playing dumb stuff uh, but that's yeah like, it's, it's a lot of fun that's what mike loves dumb stuff oh i'm a i'm a big fan of dumb video game stuff like uh playing through super metroid and collecting every item without pressing the dash button that's a lot of fun <laughs> hey i don't know yeah, who, who does that challenges. <laughs> i need to get my world record back you do uh all right so that's my good thing Tori. what you got
0: my good thing this week, or it was going to be my good thing last week, but we had technical issues and we didn't record. I was going to tell you guys how awesome my Thanksgiving feast was. I say my Thanksgiving feast because I cooked the whole dang thing. Woo! I love Thanksgiving. I do the same um, menu every year and I just keep tweaking and adjusting it and making it better and better. So this is the this was the fifth year in a row that I've done it. Um, I fed 20 people in my house. I I cooked the turkey and the ham and the potatoes. And no, somebody brought the potatoes this year. I didn't have to do the potatoes. But I did the stuffing and I did the gravy. And I make the gravy from scratch using the turkey drippings. And it's amazing. And yeah, I I feel so proud of myself after Thanksgiving, you guys. I'm
1: proud of you. You told us about it before. And I'm impressed that uh, uh, everything you did and that you pulled it off.
0: I'm always impressed too. That's why I th- had to brag about it. Like I usually feel like I'm one of the most disorganized people in on the planet, and Aren't then for Thanksgiving, librarian? I, I know, <laughs> I know.
1: I'm way more organized at work than I am in my home life. I know how it goes. I wish you lived closer to me so that I could Skype and invite and come enjoy this feast, because it sounded amazing.
0: Yes, if you lived around here, I would totally invite you. I would invite all of you.
1: Yay! Uh, so, Dave, you at some point in the past calendar month uh, have read some <laughs> Warbreaker, right? Some. Not all. That's true. I hope not all. Uh, So why don't you tell us about that? Assuming that you have your notes and or can remember things. Uh, The former, yes. The latter, we'll see. We read, for this episode, chapters 39 through 43 of Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. You're welcome, future Mike. Wait. Thank you yet again. No. What did you read, Craig? 34 and 38. We did that one already. Did we? Oh my gosh. You didn't do your homework. No. Hold on, let me look at the summary. Oh, okay, yeah. Whew, I read it. I just didn't Hello-ish update my Hello, Is Isis back. How could yeah, you okay, not okay. remember that? I did read it, I just didn't update my stream. Oh, boy. Okay, we're good. We're good. All right, cut back in here. This week, we read chapters <laughs> 39 and so forth. All right, chapter 39. Vivena is broke and broken, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Any did, question? Did you want to tell us anything about that, or as a summary? Just kind of a recap of how Vivint is feeling so, and doing. It, in the annotations for this chapter, uh, Sanderson talks about the, how he sort of channeled, uh, what's his name? Hugo... Hugo Weaving? Uh, Irving? Uh, who who, who... really is? Victor channeled... Hugo? Victor Hugo, yes. Thank you. With the Who's Hugo Weaving? That's He's an, an actor. actor who plays <laughs> Elrond. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why do I know Agent that Smith. name? Though? Oh, wait. That's the same. Oh my gosh, my world is blown. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is this a real revelation now, no, no, that you're I'm, that you're having actually, right now? I'm picturing them both in my head, and they they do look similar, except with sunglasses on one of them. I can't remember which. <laughs> <laughs> was well, was dave today years old when he realized that that's the same actor I guess.
0: <laughs> Boy, wait wait do we tell him about it. that time when he played a drag queen i didn't
1: even know his name I oh thought I, I love that movie so much hugo weaving out of my bachicas uh anyway uh, yes he was also in priscilla queen of the desert which is such an amazing movie if you haven't seen it you should definitely do so so victor hugo wrote Les Mis and of course it's been adapted to a a musical that people can go see and it's pretty amazing to see it up near Broadway uh if it's still around I don't know but he sort of channels one of the characters Fantine I think her name is um she it's, it's the same sort of thing that Vivenna goes through where she you know loses well in Les Mis she loses her job for uh, but eventually sells her hair, her clothes, sells herself. It's sad and things happen. And Vivi does not sell herself. She does not sell herself, but it's very similar. And, and she feels like is it feels like, should I you change almost. this? Like, this is a little too obvious of, a, of an homage, but he's like, you know what? This is okay. Cause he really enjoys. Well, it went over my head. Okay, sure. Well, if, if you've never seen anything about Lay Miz, then yeah, sure. But I have seen it and I'm like, yeah, I could totally similarities and that's you know what? i've only seen harry potter you know that that's true <laughs> <laughs> so that's true but yeah so it's it's pretty neat that he's able to pay homage to him and get this done with one of his characters. that's pretty pretty cool chapter 40 siri is not pregnant and that's it Still man your right bullet now. points are on <laughs> point this week hey man we're speed running this episode uh yeah so siri you know uh trellides is like you're not pregnant yet and Siri's like, oh, I know. Oops. And, <laughs> wait, uh, no, wait, wait, wait! She doesn't get pregnant by just being in the same room with Susabron? Brown. Like, no, that's how Susabron Brown thinks it works. That's true. How yeah. do babies happen? And series like, blush. <laughs> uh, all right, chapter forty-one. Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, this is actually we're going to go back to this. We're we're, we're talking about this chapter because it's 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 neat how some of the mechanics of this. Scoot? scoot. Yeah, scoot? all the all the all the series used to be chapter. Well no, she's talking this is where she's talking to Trilides. And uh, what's neat about this is the mechanics of the world how Siri the has the royal locks which change color. And given that someone, especially Trilides, can be a certain height heightening and can actually perceive color uh more vividly, it stands out. If her co- if her hair right, changes yeah. just slightly, you can tell. And in that chapter, like Trilides is looking at her. He can tell when something's off. And then Siri locks that down. She's like, This is not happening. And the fact that she is maintaining control is super important. Because if you look at the beginning couple chapters uh of this book, she there's just like no control. Like the Vina yeah. is the one with control. Siri is just like my hair's gonna do whatever. And now she she's like good on that. The control's happening. And it's, it's, it's pretty good that she's able to do this. This is actually a positive step for her. Yeah. She's definitely more stepping control. up to the plate here to her, even though she doesn't really like. And of course, she sets up to trilities that she thinks Susabran is an idiot, like a, a child, mentally a child. Um, so this is sort of important for her for the deception. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's like politic stuff going on here. But when do we get back to the ice zombie apocalypse? Wrong book. Oh, no. What are you talking about, Craig? I remember that from this book. We don't talk about that show slash book.
0: Well, hang on, hang on. There are zombies uh, because lifeless. And there's an
1: impending apocalypse. But they're not ice zombies. And,
0: and, and the highlands.
1: Ice. Yeah, thank you, Tori.
0: The highlands are, are a frozen area. But they're not from so- the
1: highlands. So this is more they're, like they're bringing the demo-
0: apocalypse there. Like.
1: <laughs> Zombies are bringing the apocalypse to the ice, rather than
0: yeah.
1: It's just okay, a, it's the same I will accept in a different sequence. I will accept us talking about this.
0: Sanderson did it first, you guys.
1: Or we could talk about Harry Potter. That's fine. Yeah, no, George There's Martin, no, Martin no, actually like, vastly predates Warbreaker. did Game of Thrones on, came just, out very shortly before Final Fantasy Tactics. Was yet another right, but like, really, fantasy telling that old. Of-
0: but, 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 Game of Thrones is not finished yet, and we have yet to see that zombie, ice zombie apocalypse in the books. It's finished, John. Well, that's
1: because the yeah. books made it clear that it doesn't matter and it's not important. It's all the politics that matters. There was an ice wow. giant apocalypse in Mistborn Trilogy. Game of Thrones came out in 1996. Holy crap.
0: And but, it's still not done, you guys.
1: Look, we, look, it's just George R. R. Martin. We we follow Sanderson, who gets stuff done. But if we're talking about fantasy books with politics, Martin is the king of that. Guys, yes, we get yes, book four yes. of Stormlight Archives soon. Who's excited? I not mean, Dave. super duper. But, yeah, <laughs> Dave will be. That will mark the point that uh, future Dave has to stop listening again. Yeah, that's true. He gets to go back to the spoilers until we eventually comes out and we talk about him. I'm excited (laughs) I'm excited for that, so that I can listen to you guys talk behind my back finally. You're gonna have like two hundred episodes that you'll be able to listen to for comment. I mean let's hope not two hundred episodes. When are you looking at a release date for this? Uh whatever the diagram says is what how many episodes we'll get. I mean it depends on when the book comes out, but I thought it. I, I thought he'd be shooting for about a year from now. No, uh, you That's do that. True. We'll talk about chapter forty-one. Yes, Probably a hundred episodes. Uh, chapter forty-one. Vivenna's pimp is not happy. Wow. Vivenna, Vivenna relaxes in a secluded alley. The jig is up. But wait, Nightblood saves the day. <laughs> This favorite character pops up. Yeah, back to Vivena and she's got like her not like pimp in the term of women selling their bodies, but just like the hobo pimp, you know, the guy that operates the beggars going around asking for money. Uh he's not happy with Vivena because she's not bringing in enough money. She's like, "You know, I'm not good at this." And she's trying to escape and all and he totally just steals her money. Yeah, he's that's like what I'm going to steal yeah, this Craig... money. And you still can't eat here. This is here? this is how it works in real life. <laughs> Does it? Yes. Didn't she ever read uh, Oliver Twist? Although they were pickpocket and they were children. So it's not funny. It wasn't funny in this. But yeah, that's like in real life. They There are overseers who send people out to beg on corners and they take a cut. That's what this guy is. Yeah. No, I know that happens. But it's the fact that he steals the money and doesn't like he doesn't give it back like that's that's easy that's how stealing works craig yep that that, exactly (laughs) that's what i'm saying anywho she goes to hide off in an alleyway uh like oh it's nice and quiet here this won't be dangerous and then she starts to get jumped and then nightblood shows up and rescues her in a cape (laughs) and you imagine a sword wearing a cape (laughs) <laughs> if anyone could pull it off, Nightblood could. Oh yeah, That's the end of chapter forty-one. Uh, we thus far haven't had any fan artists really show up in our uh, in our Discord, except for Dave. <laughs> um, but man, did I draw some good Nightblood comic strip! Nightblood and a cape, please. <laughs> Nightblood and
0: Aloysius.
1: Nightblood and Squirrel Boy.
0: Yeah, with the the mental picture of Nightblood and a cape, I'm going to double down on my casting choice of eddie Izzard as nightblood
1: yeah yeah that's fine uh, alan Tudyk's it's good i don't even remember what i said uh so anyway <laughs> you titled uh, the Bear. comic nutty nightblood number one <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> yeah, number two? it's not out yet i'm like i'm like rr bb king or whatever the, the game of thrones dude you gotta give me time <laughs> continuing on chapter 42 Light Song can annoy anyone, and by proxy, Aloysius now has more screen time than Vasher. Everybody <laughs> poops, even the returned. Allmother cannot resist the adorable velocity of Aloysius. Returned, are actually allowed to help people, Aloysius actually followed Light Song's commands, but not all of them. Light Song wants to give his lifeless commands to Allmother, but she won't let him get off so easily, or so lazily. That's actually what I wrote. Light Song and All Mother Trade email passwords. <laughs> and then they see who changes the password first. <laughs> Do that. Entry. Um, Did it actually say the return? I thought the return don't poop. It's, there's speci- I I wrote it down. There must specifically be a part where a return goes to poop, which I guess, like, they don't require sustenance from food, but they eat. So I guess they poop all of it. Yeah, I we guess. We need a word of Brandon on this. No, no, it's, it's legit. If they have to eat, if they're eating food, even, so I know they're sustained by the breath that they're given every, every week. Yeah. Somehow that's enough energy to get their system going, which means all the food that they put through their body just goes right through, which means they have to have epic. Like a slip and slide. So given that. <laughs> Give okay if that happened to you would you really want Wait, to eat what? that if much Wait if food? I diarrheaed no if if you if <laughs> just went right through you would you want to enjoy food the way they that we've seen lights Yeah I could enjoy it twice Oh god <laughs> what? You don't like a, you don't enjoy a good poop All right guys that's a good episode <laughs> thanks for listening Anyway um yeah, Light Song is really proud of his ability to annoy people, and he brings Aloysius out, and he's like, run around, be obnoxious, and don't get caught. And that's, apparently someone pooped, been, I, didn't, I haven't read it in a week, so. Uh, and All Mother is like, oh, what a cute squirrel. And like, Is she, is she though? <laughs> <laughs> in her heart. I know, you, you, can, you just can't be mad at Aloysius. So- yeah,
0: nobody can resist that squirrel.
1: Yeah, so, deep deep but, down, everyone knows he's he's a good boy. The funny thing about All Mother is that she treats her implortations differently from how Light Song does. Gosh, right? What's the word? Constituent?
0: Petition- Petitioners? Yeah, the petitions. petitions the petition.
1: Yeah. yeah. So she treats her the petitions a lot differently from how Light Song does. Light Song's just like, "Nope, ain't gonna kill myself for you next." And All Mother's like. Oh, you want my breath so that you can feed your baby? Well, I'm not going to give you my breath, but have some food. So she's actually helping people. And Light Song's like, Huh, we're allowed to help people? Well, it's not a because I think they mentioned that they used to be like that. Used? Return used to used to be this way, and they sort of, it sort of went out of fashion, you know? I'd also like to point out that the petitioners that we see for Light Song... Uh, are offering problems to him that can't be fixed this way like right. my baby is sick and dying please help <laughs> I paid less attention to them than Light Song did so I'll have to take your word for it whereas like the the ones going to All Mother are I hurt my back and I can't work and I need money to feed my family I And mean, I think it has something to do with what they're the god of so it's sort of appropriate that someone like that would go to the All Mother versus light song the bowl or they've heard that light song just says no where all mother actually tries to help for stuff that isn't a dead baby yeah. I, I, I imagine I, the I, general populace aren't as devout to one god as the sorry i i sort of feel like if more return were like the all mother it would it, i think it would be a good thing but the fact that she seems to be the only one doing it this way i feel like she should have more petitioner And maybe she does, but she can only see so many through the day. And given she's actually helping them, it takes longer to see petition. So I guess it's self-balancing. I don't know. Presumably, she could have her her priesthood actually, you know, deal with a good chunk of the people. Right. But then you get to the point where maybe people aren't necessarily telling the truth about things that (gasps) they need. Or they embellish. Like Blush Weaver. Blush Weaver is always honest. She's the goddess
0: of honest. See, I'm thinking that Light Song gets some of those same petitioners like, like All Mother was getting just um Sanderson is only drawing our attention to the big ones, like the dead baby.
1: I mean that's also a possibility, but if yeah. it happens, it happens off screen, so we've got nothing. Yeah. Um what is neat though is that the petitioner that we see in this chapter that all mother helps the one that who's gonna sow nets. He's uh, Idrian, which we don't hear in the book. This is again from the annotations. Do don't fish in Idris. Well, no, he he he's an Id- his ethnicity. He's an ichthyan Idrian. That's he's suspicious. A, <laughs> he he's an Idrian, you know, and he he's uh, converted to the Halajian religion. Okay, that's fine. It's just sort of a neat little thing, like hey, Idrians can convert religion just like anyone else could. Hello. So, so for the rest of this chapter, uh blah, blah, blah. Aloysius actually follows Light Song's command. He goes up, runs around, annoys everybody, but there's one command that he does not obey. And that was the command not to get caught. Bad life huh. the world. I thought it was try not to get caught. And well, you also thought we were reading chapters 34. Through. No, I actually read these chapters. <laughs> 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 All right. uh uh, 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 late song okay so uh late song i think i guess is starting to get scared of blush weaver and how much power she's got not that he necessarily distrusts her but he doesn't think any one person should have majority control over all of the lifeless army so he gives his lifeless to all mother and she's like "Uh uh-uh you're not just shirking your responsibility on me here's my password as well and that's the end of chapter. Five. So, so what's interesting about that whole interchange is that there is history there. So, from what we can tell, Light Song was there's attached. A, what there's a history of All Mother not liking Light Song and just trying to keep him away. So, so there's a history. He has been attached to this other return that's com- commonly mentioned throughout his chapters. Comsir, who has given her life away at some point in time before the the book takes place. And you could tell that there was something going on. I mean, they had a thing. Yeah, she holds but out against him like for some reason. Or is that all? all mother really like comes here didn't like light song. But here we are. Like and when for some reason, comes here like light Song. What? Uh, chapter forty three. Okay. <laughs> Vivanna likes seafood better than Siri does. Vasher has worked for Vivi. Halandrin is not her enemy. I hope Vivenna is on the right side. Mm. So yeah, Vivenna, uh is eating seafood, which isn't the custom of, it. and Siri didn't really take to it, but Vivenna is slightly taking to it, I guess. And, Va- and Vasha, you know, Vasha kind of jumped on after Nightblood saved Vivena, Vasha kind of jumps like, "Oh yeah, I hope too." Uh, Vasha takes her in and you know has his house servants clean her up and feeds her and everything. And you know, Vosher's like, you're an idiot, but Hallandrin isn't your enemy. They didn't really want to start a war with you until you came in here and started stirring up trouble. And now we're left with the question, should should Vivenna be siding with Vosher? Or was Dent in some weird way actually uh, ultimately doing good for her, intentionally or not? And that's the end of this chapter. So, given that, what do you think? Which... Which side is the correct side, given all we know so far? Probably neither. Okay, but okay. which <laughs> one is more right? Probably Vosher. Although, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't put any money on it. So, I kind of noticed, uh, going back in thinking over the Mistborn trilogy, especially in Well of Ascension, there's the Brandon Sanderson has this theme of having two sides of a conflict and you never know who's on which side or which side is its side. And this book seems to expound on that and and use it as its main principle, but I think I think that we have a, a melee here. We have more than two sides going at it at once. So yeah, they're probably both jerks. I don't know. All right. Um, You, this week, posted something fairly interesting in the Dave Theories channel. Would you like to tell us about that? Yeah, uh, not a a huge deal. Just kind of thinking over... If if they cut out the uh, God King's tongue, and he's supposed to pass on his breath to his progeny, how the heck is he going to do that without a tongue? There has to be some way for Tusebrin to pass on his breaths, if not use them, right? So... I think in order to, in order for Susebrin to be able to speak and pass on his breaths, someone's actually going to, uh, awaken a tongue or some sort of object to act as a tongue and give it to Susebrin so he can, so kind of using the world's magic system in a consistent way to complete his task of either passing on his breaths or hopefully stopping the lifeless armies if war breaks out. And I think that's the way they're going to do it. That's the Dave theory. Hmm. Okay, so I don't think I had anything else for. Huh. Uh, Dave, do you have any questions for us? I didn't until you posted this GIF. <laughs> it, was, like, it does raise a lot of questions. How though. does that tongue have a tongue? Uh, that is from the incredible award-winning Best Picture winner Kung Pow. Looks like uh... Mowgli. Uh, it may not have actually won any awards up to and including Best Picture, but it should have. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done here Are you just watching the gif Repeat over and over again uh, I was
0: I can neither confirm nor deny
1: Have you guys seriously not seen this movie I haven't It's. I really like it It's, it's a movie that was made very much for me the- So Take that as you will um, Alright then why don't we Go ahead and get rid of Dave Have a little bit of spoiler time and then not record anymore for a bit. Right, bye, Dave. Bye. See you next time, folks. Adios, Dave. Bye, this concludes the spoiler-free section of our podcast. If you are, as I am, reading along for the first time, we recommend that you stop listening now, as the following will contain spoilers for not only this book, but for other Cosmere books as well. There may also be general spoilers from any other source material. Spoilers begin now. Okay, spoiler time. Um... Yep. Has Vivena gotten... Her breaths back from her shirt, yet? Not yet. Okay. He didn't. So, the next Vasher and Vavena chapter, we are going to have Professor Vasher. So, we're going to have a lot to talk about in our next episode. Nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, so, but yeah. going to learn a bit of Awakening. We're going to talk about the biochromatic entities. It's going to be pretty good. And we're going to see how it applies to other bits of investiture cuz i think it applies to more than just a week. The point at which Vivenna takes her breaths back and immediately recovers from her sickness is Oh no, she did do that that just this oh, chapter. That happened Okay. Then yeah. that should be like the biggest thing of oh, oh we already knew that Denth was up to up to no good, but now we know that yeah, he totally poisoned Lemix if we go back and think about it. I haven't I didn't want to bring that up with Dave because I don't want to point it out. Like he needs to come to that conclusion on his own. Right. Um, that's that's for him to get on his own. I mean, it's pretty obvious by now, given how they killed off Parlin, that they are not really good people. Um, but I guess it's we don't we don't really need to talk about it too much. Uh and for Dave. But it, yeah, he they've been controlling things from the very beginning. They poisoned Lemex and it had it took a lot of poison to get through all those breaths. Uh, and Dave brought up uh, major themes, and I would like to once again point out the major theme of Warbreaker is subverted expectations, Uh, both at the audience level, comparing this to Mistborn and creating characters that are intended to initially evoke the same sort of concept as major characters that you already know from Mistborn, uh, and then flip those on their heads, and then also within the, the... plot of the book itself basically every major character starts out one way and ends out or and ends up nearly the exact opposite he did write this right after Mistborn and it really was very much a, a reaction to some of the themes and and characters in that book bu- in those books and I'm looking forward to being able to talk to that or talk to Dave about that yeah because I feel like once once I pointed out he'll be like oh uh, yeah. yeah yeah I should have noticed
0: that <laughs> speaking of things that we're going to talk with Dave about, uh, I consulted the diagram earlier uh, about when we're going to get to Stormlight 4. And according to the diagram, we'll start recording those episodes either in the summer of 2022 or <laughs> the fall of 2023. That's, you know, when the ideal date starts diverging wildly from the realistic date.
1: So so the thing is, for now, until book four comes out, when Dave gets up to Oathkeeper and reads through it, he could go back to all of these episodes and listen to this section. Because we don't know anything about book four. The title of book three is Oathbringer. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I said Oath. Oathkeeper
0: uh, is one of the swords in Game of Thrones. No, I don't want to.
1: there is also likely going to be a Stormlight 3.5 released at some point between sure. now and Stormlight 4. And there's always the possibility of Mistborn 2.4. Just surprise, it exists in April. So the point is, we will talk about that in the spoilers in case we also have other readers who want to listen in. And then we we, we will have to differentiate which spoilers we can talk about. So that way, maybe they do like to listen to the section because they think they're caught up at the time. So. You know, we have we have listeners that don't listen for months until it's released. So, yeah, want to make the, sure no surprise spoilers.
0: The diagram did predict that Wax and Wayne 4 would come out before Stormlight 4. I'm just saying.
1: All right. Someone message Sanderson and let him know. Well, I mean, it's the other way around on his current schedule, but uh he has also just surprise. I wrote two books. He did do that.
0: <laughs> the diagram took that into account.
1: Oh. Um. In addition, I would like to point out that Alloy of Law is not actually considered officially like part of the Era Two trilogy. Like the Era Two books are still a trilogy. Alloy of Law is sort of its own thing. So Shadows of Self, Two Bands of Mourning, to what's the fourth one called? I don't know what the n- the next one's going to be called. It's got a name already. It's it's not an official name because it's not out yet, but. I swear it had one.
0: I don't remember hearing that.
1: Uh, Fel knight, you got anything for me? You're always good at this stuff. Uh, the Lost Metal. Lost Thank you, Metal. Fel knight. I knew I came to the right person. So, about this, the particular chapters that we read, uh, I do want to talk just briefly about Aloysius, because it is interesting. Uh, this is sort of a sign that Vasher is super skilled at awakening, because a squirrel, Aloysius, just a squirrel, really good at commands, like he's a squirrel. And yet he understood the commands that Light Song gave him for the most part. Yeah, those. he he was surprised. He's like, oh, that worked. Those commands should have been a bit much for like a human lifeless. Exactly. It's like, whoa, slow down there. And Aloysius is like, yeah, I I know what you're talking about. And that's really because Vasher is so skilled at making lifeless and uh, at awakening in general. I so, wonder if yeah. he's had 300 years of practice. Maybe. So, Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. A little little bit of foreshadowing there that we're not going to talk about because I don't want to give anything away. Uh, so, yeah, do we have anything else on this or not on this that we want to go into, or do we just call it a little bit of a short one this week? I think I, the next episode is going to have a lot.
0: I do have something to contribute here, um, not related to this week's chapters. Um, so you can you can call this a new Tory theory uh, a couple of weeks ago and forgive me I don't remember the context but somehow I think we were talking about hoyd and somebody said the words so glitter is invested right do you guys remember this yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I do remember this yeah so
0: I, I did some more research you guys into into this theory that glitter is invested and I think we're on to something.
1: Continue. So,
0: yes. If you consult the the, the copper mine, uh, if you look at the entry on investiture, it says, Investiture is known to exist in solid, i.e. atium and loracium, liquid, i.e. shard pools, and gaseous material forms, such as preservations, mist, stormlight, and biochromatic breath. Later it says, for some reason, all solid investiture is metallic, the result of one of the laws governing the Cosmere. Uh, And there's a word of Brandon on that. Hmm. And now when you look at glitter, what's glitter? It's tiny little metallic flakes. So it also says in the entry on Investiture that it is not possible to destroy investiture it can only be redistributed, and if any of you have ever worked with glitter, you know that it's impossible to not only destroy it, but to ever cleanse your house of it. Like once you've got glitter, you've got it forever, and it never leaves.
1: This is true. Um,
0: so I feel like that tracks.
1: So glitter, interesting enough, I I decided to wiki glitter. It was made from malachite, uh, insects, glass, but modern glitter is made from plastic.
0: Yes, but. It's metallic plus. No, I don't know. It's, uh...
1: I mean, obviously, invested glitter is is metal. Like it has to be. Sure. Yes, as and long and, as it's and not again, aluminum. We're,
0: we're not necessarily talking about the glitter on our world. We're talking about
1: their glitter. You know, right.
0: there's there's got to be Cosmere standard glitter.
1: Hoyd might have used invested metal glitter. All right,
0: exactly. I have a and... question for you, Tori. Yes.
1: What shard is the, uh, the is is this glitter sourced from?
0: I'm thinking it might be one of the ones we don't know about yet. I, I'm, The research is still ongoing. I, I was only getting into, well, where else do we see the glitter? You know, we had Hoyd playing with the... It, it, it might have been glitter and... Guys. Yes.
1: I know which shard it's from. Okay. Survival. Right. You can't oh get rid gosh. of it. Oh
0: my gosh, you can't get rid of it. You cannot. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: And given that he might not have... Sur- he might have been one of the first... No. No, he's just trying to survive, so he's hiding. Glitter. Okay. Done. He figured it out.
0: You heard it here first, folks, on the Cosmere Deep Dive podcast.
1: All right. uh, Tori, type that up. Craig posted to Reddit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but I'm not done. There's more.
1: <laughs> oh, there's more. Billy Maze me.
0: Yes. Okay. So if you look at the page on Sand Mastery... It sets the whiteness of the sand due to a microorganism which lives on the surface of the sand particles. Indicates that the sand is invested. So we're talking about microorganisms now, such as a particle of glitter. And if you look at Words of Radiance, chapter twelve, when Kaladin is doing his experiments with uh, stormlight and adhesion, you seriously um,
1: researched this much?
0: I told you
1: she's on a roll. Oh, let anyway. her let her go.
0: So adhesion, as Rock points out to us, is, uh, is caused by little tiny sprin that are holding stuff. So again, we, we know that microscopic particles can be invested. Glitter is a microscopic particle. It might be a spren. We know that it has some sentience and it moves on its own. Anyone who's worked with glitter can tell you this. So it might be spren. Not well, sure spren about that. only
1: exists on Roshar.
0: And... I'm trying to find a connection between glitter and the uh, door consuming slime mold that grows in Elantris um, because mold comes from spores, which are, again, microscopic particles. So glitter could be involved in this somehow. I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, when you connect it to um, allomancers are consuming metallic flakes, i.e., glitter, and with his storytelling (laughs) magic with glitter, sand mastery. I I mean, sand is just more glitter when you get right down to it.
1: Wait, is your theory that all investiture is glitter?
0: You know, the research is still ongoing, like I said. Maybe it's not the
1: survival shard, but it's. Adenosium's medal.
0: Maybe Adenosium was just way more fabulous than we have hitherto realized. <laughs> True.
1: All right, I like uh, this theory. I like it a lot. I'm I'm going to call that one uh, podcast canon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right up there with Wishes.
1: So, all right, do we have anything else or shall we go ahead and cut out?
0: I mean, that seems like a great place to cut it. I agree. End on a winning note. Craig? Yeah, I'm good.
1: All right, then uh, have a good one, Internet.
0: Good night, Internet. This has been the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at at CosmereCast or like us on Facebook. Our theme music is Traveling Made Up Continents by Gillicuddy, used with permission. Hear more from him at the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening.